This episode of the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you by GOT Sound Studio. GOT Sound Studio offers a variety of experiences, music, voice, and instrumental recording and production, video, and still photography. GOT Sound Studio has all of your media needs met. Owned and operated by Dominique Stewart, the Neek the Geek, experienced artists as well as up-and-coming will find everything they need to create. Bring your media needs to one of the most talented producers and engineers in the business, Neek the Geek. You can find details by visiting gotsoundstudio.com or calling 803-243-2302. You can also find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Recorded live from Segra Park, home of the Kansas City Royals single-A affiliate Columbia Fireflies, this is the All About Nothing podcast. The views expressed on this program are the opinions of the hosts. Some content and subject matter may not be appropriate. Listener discretion is advised. Listeners are encouraged to follow the show at theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media and more. Listeners can call the show at 803-672-0533. Thank you for listening. Hi, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. This is the All About Nothing podcast. We are recording live from the press box. I, I got to stop hitting the mic. I got to stop hitting the table. <laughs> yes. It's a little tough. That's a little one of sensitive. My, yeah. Little tap, tap, tap. Yeah. I, uh, we, we are recording live from the uh, home of the Columbia Firefighters. This is Segra Park. We are, uh, we, this is uh, the Kansas City Royals single A affiliate. Mm. So we got to make sure that we throw some little major league in Let's there. Let's do that. You know, that way we can we can we can hashtag it or, or, or. <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? Maybe they might need a little help, you know what I'm saying? That's, so we can help them out. Yeah, that's that's what the kids are doing now is the hashtags, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, joined by my <laughs> anybody <laughs> younger than me. Everyone's even still on Twitter, I think they're all on TikTok now, right? I don't know. I heard some of them join Truth. So. We have a whole mm, show True social. Yeah. <laughs> you are the kids, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I, I am joined I am joined by my all Always co-host, yeah. As far as as far as TikTok goes, I'm the youngest. Mm. Uh, always cool host. Always co-hosts. Trent Clark, Zach King, and this week our guest is broadcast and media relations manager for the Fireflies, John Kosas Jr. Welcome back to the show, John. Hello, Thanks bro. for having me on. And nice to actually be there, like in person, as yeah. opposed to the Zoom. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. The Zoom yeah. gets confusing when like. Because at my house, it's on delay. Like, there's a little yeah. bit of delay. So even the audio that we recorded, I had to figure out, like, where to cut and splice to make everything line up. Uh, John's resume includes, of course, broadcast media relations here with the Fireflies. Uh, he was also director of media relations and broadcasting in Hagerstown for the Suns. And mm. also uh, entertainment broadcast and media relations with the Charleston Dirty Birds. That's not Charleston, South Carolina. So actually, Charleston. they were the West Virginia Power, but mm. everything switched over because they rebranded this oh. last year. But yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot of minor league teams are significantly smaller than here. So oh, yeah. you, mm-hmm. you just kind of pick up and do whatever. Like in Hagerstown, we had a staff of seven people. So oh, wow. pulling that tarp sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we, uh, John and I went out last Wednesday, and and uh, that was one of the things that we talked about was pulling the tarp. And I, I think I only pulled what I say. I only pulled the tarp like three times. Yeah, it was, was funny because everyone's always like, "Man, that looks like it would be fun." And you go, you know, the first time you're so excited just to pull it, maybe. After that, you go, no, it's nah. it's a workout, not but a not chance. one where you're like, let's go to the gym, yeah. let's throw some plates on. Really? Like, I got to do this. It's probably raining. Yep. <laughs> can, I, yep. can, can I just be the guy who pulls the chain link fence uh, across the dirt between the bases? <laughs> the drag. Yeah. I want to be the guy that just cuts the drag. Well, here, <laughs> I just want to 
you know, yeah. 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 Here, if you want to do the drag, you got to dance. You do want to dance. They're called the, 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 the fly guys. The fly guys. Fly guys. Yeah. They, yeah. they stop at first base, and then they stop at third base and dance for you. And, and they shake what their mama gave them for yeah. everyone at Segra Park. Brad, <laughs> is Brad one of them? No longer. He no, was. He was, yeah. So now it's uh, Nick Spano, our director of sales. And oh, then it's got... Austin Blevins, Aiden Fields, and Connor Mitchum, three more sales reps. You got Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, so all these people know this on the application when they sign up, right? I think we mentioned it in like the second interview. Okay. Right? You okay. try not to scare them away until they're like, wow, this is a really awesome place. And you're like, by the way, you cool with dancing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're shaking that. It's kind of like when you like. It's kind of like when you tell your friends, you're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna go out to a bar. It's a Wednesday night. It'll be chill." And they're like, "Oh, sweet, that sounds cool. Like, just gonna stay out for a couple hours." You go, "Yeah," and then you go, "By the way, no big deal, no pressure. It's also karaoke night. <laughs> we're gonna sing songs. Yeah, so we should like too. It if you did too. Like, I might be singing Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Try not to be weirded out. I do it every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They know Class, right? Class, a lot of, a lot of Creed gets dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Nickelback. This is how you remind me. <laughs> you're out here giving dedications at the beginning. You're like, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home at the top of the box office again. Let's throw it back to the original oh Spider-Man. <laughs> Hero by Chad Kroger and Josie Scott. From Saliba. <laughs> so off topic, but who thought that was a good band name? Like they saw their dog drooling and they're like saliva. Or maybe they were drooling themselves. Well, and they their biggest song get what, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, there is some saliva in the building. You will get wet on the show. <laughs> you want First to three rows get wet, bring a raincoat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Similar, similarly to how this uh, show started. G- I, I made a Gallagher. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I made a Gallagher reference. You did get what? And he went, oh, shit. No, I gotta no. stop hitting the table. <laughs> See, so you just put the beer in both hands. You'd be yeah. double fisted. <laughs> so you can't just hold it tight. Hold it's, it tight. No more 1985 references from you. No? None? <laughs> you sure? No, it's fine. Back to the Future I'll is coming. Allow it. <laughs> You'll allow it. Back, right, to, fair enough. back to the Future again? <laughs> so, John is joining us, of course, because uh, Firefly's baseball is about to start. And, and I did want to open with the first question is how is the lockout going to affect the, uh, the, the minor league baseball? So, the beauty of minor league baseball is that 99% of the people in minor league baseball are not members of the Players Association, which is right. just your normal union, right? So, yeah. the Players Association is anyone on the 40 man roster for a major league team. Okay. Uh, to give you an idea, last year the Fireflies had one guy who was on the 40 man roster at all. And I know, Barrett, you're a season ticket holder. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys have gone to a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. You probably don't even remember Foster Griffin, who I think pitched all of 12 innings in rehab for yeah. the Columbia Fireflies. Mm. So, you know, pitched for the Royals, had TJ, and then came back and did a couple of relief appearances here, moved okay. up to Quad Cities, a couple of relief appearances, moved up to Northwest Arkansas. So typically speaking, we don't have anyone on the 40-man roster who would be affected. In fact, the entire team last year, there were... I think 74 different people that came through Columbia, not one outsider Foster Griffin is on the 40-man. So we won't be affected at all. Opening day is going to be April 8th here at Seger Park against Augusta Green Jackets, and it'll be the closest thing on April 8th to watching Braves baseball right. that you can do, exactly. right? Yes. Because Augusta is the Braves affiliate, and uh, this, again, won't be affected, which is great for us yeah. in the aspect of, you know, we get to kind of operate normally, especially right. after the pandemic two years ago. And like as a baseball fan, I hope that the Players Association and I hope that 
you know, the owners as well as Manfred can figure out something where they can work together and, and get through this. But for now, at least we still get minor league baseball. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But and, maybe we can get Tim Tebow back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tim maybe Tebow's not even in back. baseball anymore. No. He's, uh, How was that when he was here, man? How was that? So I wasn't with the Fireflies at that point. Okay. I was actually with the West Virginia Power at that time. But, I mean, when he traveled on the road, it was it was nuts. I mean, mm, he yeah. sold was, out wherever he went. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I, I, remember the, uh, I remember the weekend that he was finally excused from the Fireflies and moved up the chain because yeah. it was a really bad weekend at the River Dogs where he was heckled nonstop mm. for, like, for, like, two hours. And, and he wasn't even in the field for most of it. It yeah. was mostly in the dugout, just people screaming at him because you know he's 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 a good guy. I mean, Stop kneeling and praying. He's he's a great guy. Not <laughs> yeah. he's not a great baseball player, no. but mm. he is a great. Don't disrespect him, Tebow. No, one of my one of the most classic <laughs> I photos. I would heckle him, but I wouldn't be rude about it. I'd be like, boo you. <laughs> boo you. Yeah. One of those classic. Like one of the classic photos of Tim Tebow was him running into the wall with his glove up here and the ball way down on the left. Greatest picture I've ever seen. It's like he face planted right into the wall and and was nowhere near where the ball. Yeah, no, terrible baseball player. Not not even really a great football player. I mean, he was good. He has more Barry. playoff wins than like. Oh, Dak that's, that's, that's still very true. This he won a national true. championship. This is true. His team won a national championship. Barrett defense he wins was championships. The quarterback. <laughs> the quarterback, Hosman, well, and he was winner. thrown to a pretty dangerous tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Too soon for that. Yeah, we can say yeah. dangerous yeah. very lightly. Yeah, Hernandez, he had Percy Harvin. Yeah, the greatest no. lineup ever. Well, and that offensive line had two or three guys too. Yeah. No, I mean like that entire offense was absolutely dangerous, yeah. and the defense was good too. I mean, it wasn't Miami yeah. no, in the late nineties, no. but uh, they the, would put up more points. So you know, you would have to. You have to outscore them. That's basically what they was doing. Yeah. I was I, the only thing that really bugged me about Tim Tebow playing minor league baseball was the fact that he spent the amount of money that he spent in order to get all of those scouts to come out and all of the writers to come out and watch him hit a couple home runs. I think it was like two million dollars. Yeah, but I mean, if I got paid twenty million yeah, by the sure. Broncos last year, You're what's right. money? Right? Right. <laughs> he don't care. And then, and then, think he, about what that did for the stadium. But he took that a spot bro- that brought so many people to this stadium. Yeah, like, was, you know what I mean. Was, like, it was still kind of a jerk move to me because, like, mean, at, from coming from baseball, coming from baseball, though, I recognize <laughs> that there's a finite number of spots that are available, and this guy just bought his way on. Barrett, that's half of. That's half of all the sports in high school. All the starters you <laughs> yeah. see that start That's in high school, go. They, their parents are paying those booster clubs, and they're like, hey, make sure. AAU. I mean, right? Yeah. AAU Come on. at this point is pay to play. Yes. That's and Trent, that's. that's not why you didn't get on the field. Oh, that is 100%. At Chapin <laughs> High School, class of 2009 is the reason why I didn't get on the field, because Dalton Amick was not better than me. I'll say that, <laughs> that right now. Was, was that a state I'll championship right year? Now. Was that a state championship no. year? No, no, no not 2009. No, no. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you got to fight fire with fire. They didn't understand that. Fairfield Central came through with that fire. Chapin and it baseball, was over. Chapin baseball has been really good. Oh, yeah, always. man. My homeboy Ryan Davis used to play for Chapin. We got two Chapinites on the Carolina team. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Good. And then somehow Clemson got a guy from Irmo. Yep. yep. Right? You know, mm-hmm. got to go crazy. There's a lot of there's a lot of Chapin or uh, Clemson fans oh, in yeah. around Columbia. So 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 like we were saying, you yesterday. can tell all their all their flags. Yeah, yeah. yeah all their <laughs> flags are. See, are, I got this. The Paul, you know, what I'm saying Barrett went to the game yesterday. I actually came to the game and was trying to hand out my ticket that my job you gave me for free. You can me for that. Yes, yeah, but you know I'm gonna thank you too because you want to make sure I, I held on to, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was my response when you texted that picture? <laughs> throw that shit away. <laughs> he, said, he said throw it away. <laughs> but that's the reason why y'all lost us. 
yesterday because the text messages were so quiet. You know, when Carolina wins, I, those text messages are pinging off. I'm like, yo, did you see that? No, I don't Home do it to you in baseball. What you mean? <laughs> the night before Friday night, you were going you know, crazy. I didn't think you watched baseball. I don't watch baseball. <laughs> but I'm a Clemson fan, so anything Clemson. In all <laughs> fairness, when was the last time Carolina was able to like say something to Clemson with football? Oh. Yeah, it's been six, seven It's been years. a while. We very, got very, Spencer Rattler, baby. Oh, here we go. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. We've transitioned back to football. My mother is really going to love this. (laughs) I mean, we're at a baseball stadium. We're going to talk about some sports. This has to be sports-centric. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, one of the questions I also wanted to ask was, when when we were out last Wednesday, I asked you if you could come up with an answer as to what arbitration is, because a number of people have no idea. So, arbitration is just, it's a process. So, uh, the way that baseball's archaic payment system works mm. is when you draft a player when you sign a player in the minors they can they, they have options in the minors up to five years but then they also have a six-year contract once they make it to the majors so you mm. can sign a five-year contract but the day they make their debut it starts a six-year major league contract that they don't necessarily have to sign you just own those rights mm. right those first three years you make the league minimum which right now is you know real hard salary to live off of six hundred thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah. my god that just sucks i hate let it. me let me try you're, it you're traveling half of that year let me just you're try traveling around once. getting free food like they're giving you like Money to live off of. Well, now, now, now relative, right? Like you don't have you know, to pay for your hotel. When you're relative a to player. guys making thirty, forty million dollars a year, I guess I can understand that. Like yeah. if you're hanging out with guys making forty million dollars a year, let's let's relate it to something we can all relate to. Your senior year of college, you got that one older friend who just mm. got their normal job, yeah. and you're still there, like going into your couch to see if you dropped a couple quarters so you can go to dollar draft night. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, yes. we, we were all there. Yeah, yeah. Right? Five points, baby. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's how, you know, the, the rookies are feeling in dollar right, beers. Right. They, dollar got, beers. they got the, the dollar Pabst Blue Ribbon mm, cans. Oh, it's always the Blue tall Ribbon. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> You're over there playing Buck Hunter in the corner. Yeah. Or the golf. <laughs> like, what did you buy these Blue Ribbons PBR, for, man? Like, so American is like George Washington <laughs> marching down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> From <Yeah>. 1783. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one likes PBR. Make it a dollar. <laughs> and they bought now it up. Love it. <laughs> they bought it up. Well, PBR's great. <laughs> and what's funny is now it's gone like back to this trendy thing, right? Where people mm-hmm. are like, oh, PBR? Well, they gave themselves yeah. a blue it's ribbon. Retro. Why not? Well, yeah, that's facts, like facts, people, facts. I kept seeing people buy Steel Reserve, and I'm like, what's this all about? Oh, Steel Reserve? <laughs> That's some nasty ass <laughs> It's even the, the you betcha guy, right? Like yeah. Bush, we were always like, well, it's cheap. I guess we'll do it this weekend. Yeah. Like, that was the college thing for Bush. Then the you betcha guy starts making great videos. Blows it like, out. Yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, I got to drink Bush Light now. And you're like, what? <laughs> He's like, God, I picked the wrong fucking beer to start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know Bush owes him like a lifetime supply of beer oh, just to just ship absolutely. it to us. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they even they have Bush latte cans they do seasonally up north yeah. now, mm. which is nuts. Yeah, that, that, is guy, that guy's name is Miles, I think. Big that that, what, a, what a great thing also, to yeah. take on. Miles and his wife's name Sharon. Yes. Right. It sounds like they right. could be in a nursing home, yeah. but he's viral on YouTube and TikTok yeah. talking about drinking beer and then, like, wearing dad shoes. I mean, yeah. what a life. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I saw that guy, my brother texted it to me. He's like, this is going to be you, like, when you grow up. <laughs> I'm like, Hunter, I'm 33. <laughs> when, when I grow I'm, up, I want to be just like this guy. He's a couple years younger than me. I just bought a house. This is a fat guy with a beard. <laughs> 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 
There's plenty of them. <laughs> I'm not wearing New Balances and going mowing the lawn. Have you heard of Santa Claus? But you're telling your brother, you're like, what's next? You're going to send me a picture of Luke Combs? <laughs> Jesus. I... Long neck, ice cold beer. Uh, it never yes. broke my heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Never, never. So, arbitration. Everything. Arbitration. Everything makes noise. Back. <laughs> Barrett. We'll see if it picks it up. Oh, it'll pick it up. Barrett's, Barrett's trying to trying to make sure that he's not the only, I'm not the only one that drop a beer. No, for a fact, <laughs> I drank I drank all of it in order to uh, prevent myself from. Mm. That's what it is. That's what I use every time. It's, it's like, a bold strategy. Drink it. I got a trash can over here. If yeah. I didn't drink it, it was gonna spill and it would have been wasted. Thank you, sir. No problem. So first three years league minimum. Next three years, very interesting system. Mm-hmm. Right, you start out and it's like the ownership group or the team offers you a contract and the player can say yes or no to the contract and then they have to counter and the owner can say yes or no to that counter after that a lawyer walks into the room and both of them have a sealed envelope and they (laughs) give the lawyer what they think the player should be paid Mm -hmm. and the lawyer like looks at all the stats and stuff and they're like well here are the top 10 second baseman salaries and these are their statistics you're number 23 (laughs) and they go well, this offer, say it's the players, is closer to what your value technically is. So the player contract offer is what they'll be paid this year. Mm. Well, you don't have to tell me, John. I play road at the show every year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, well, well, you feel like you be GMing for real, huh? First base? Oh, yeah. No, I play outfield. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm your designated hitter that just happens to play outfield gotcha center field see see my guy plays third base and pitches every four days well i told i like i wanted <laughs> okay otani my, my first my first year in the show because i don't play it it's not on hard i promise uh, but I, like, easy, I, break, I break like the home run record that barry Bonds come set. on man and the next year i was like i want like that ain't really buddy. playing a game <laughs> and they're like no i'm like i just broke the home run you probably record. get crushed online uh, I might. I don't you, know. You should definitely play some online. I've I, I played a little bit online. It's 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 not the experience it's, that I uh, hope it, for. It's, it. dangerous, <laughs> it's a dangerous game because like you can beat expert, but it's like online is a bunch of kids who are like twenty all years old and they get all the glitches and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, if I throw like a low fastball followed by an upstairs curveball, even if he hits it perfect and times it perfect, <laughs> mm. it's a pop up to first base yeah, every right. time. And you're like, well, I can't compete with this. It's like playing. <laughs> NHL, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Where right. Like, if I stand exactly here, no matter what happens, once I rip it, it's a goal. Yeah. And you sit there and you're like, yeah, they have six shots and six goals. Totally realistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unlike the traditional 17 shots, four yeah. goals. <laughs> Man, that's like FIFA. FIFA well, the then same you're just way. trying to drop the gloves like you're losing 12 0, and you're like, come on, bite me. <laughs> bite me. <laughs> We're taking them off. We're taking them off. The guy that skates away, you're like, oh. <laughs> next time I got you next face off you can't escape I'm that's it I'm bringing out the GameCube we're playing NHL hits <laughs> <laughs> where you can just run people through the class right? Right. so uh, so when it, and this is just to get back on topic because my beer's gone we always get well, back on topic there uh, oh, oh let's see oh, oh he's yeah. got me set up this is not going to do the diet any good <laughs> oh no no look it's only got like ultra, I'm, I'm like looking out for you my brother barely beer it's hardly water. <laughs> 95 pals. You know it's, what I'm saying? You know, Michelob is kind of like the Mio. 
I, of beers, right? I, I honestly like did not. Even, I understand. I, understand. I did not. I did not actually even give it a look because it does say USDA it, organic. Yeah. I had no idea Bro, that Michelob was so low in alcohol well. content. Look, man, I had to now it's organic. With the fancy stuff, y'all. You're getting used to it because that's what your beer you get to drink on Fridays at your work is. Well, yes, man. Man, TQL bought a whole bunch of like uh, a lot of like seats. I guess oh, yeah. they bought oh, like yeah. tickets for like everybody in our office. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so like to hear that. We got all got free tickets and I was I was real close yesterday when the sun was on the back of my neck to messaging John and saying, Hey, are there any open seats upstairs? Just just <laughs> curiosity. Just yesterday was a toughie. <laughs> you. So how many people would fill the uh the what do you call that suite that we walked through with the air conditioning in the bar? Uh, are you talking the, about the players club where yeah, the cool keys the, are? Uh, the club lounge and yeah, I mean, it's a couple lounge. hundred. So the way the club lounge works is all these seats up here that aren't <coughs> directly in front of a suite. Those mm-hmm. are technically seats that are designated for the club lounge. Nice. And we use that, uh, especially in July. Yeah, the inside's AC, it has a bar, has 12 feeds watching our broadcast. Humble plug. <laughs> that is nice. You don't have to even, you can be at the game and still watching the TV inside. Yeah. Well, and that's what like, even major leagues are finding out too, right? Like, so yeah. I'm from Cleveland, Progressive Field has mm-hmm. Corner Alley. Right field, you can't even see the field, and they've got a bar, and that's where everyone hangs out. Right. Uh, Colorado did it first at uh, Coors Field, and the, it went so well that now it's like three decks of no. a bar. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like there's glass. Like it's a, it's like going to the Bellagio in Vegas or something, right? Yeah. Like you look out your, your window, and you're like, oh, this wall is a window, right? <laughs> yeah. But it's not like a great view for watching baseball. It's right. like your Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings cam, right? You're sitting there, mm-hmm. and you're like... Please send this to overtime so they don't close the taps. We need a couple more beers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and so in Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball, we still close the they still close the alcohol sales at, in the eighth inning. Is it seventh? I thought it was after the seventh. Depends so, where you go. It's like state licensing. Okay. So it, it's basically, I mean, typically the rule of thumb is you try and pick an hour before the game's going to end. Mm-hmm. And that arbitrary time is typically after seven innings, so at the start of the eighth, yeah, you, you close them. And then... Hopefully, you know, if someone needs to mix in a water, they choose to do that yeah. in the last yeah. two innings. And then typically, like, we'll have a ride share out front or something for people to utilize. So that That's way good. no one's making stupid decisions. Yeah. yeah. Smart. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. And I'll just say, yesterday was unbelievably crowded for the Battle of Bull Street. Yeah. It was, yeah. uh, like, the crowd was absolutely okay so so one side of the crowd was absolutely into it uh yeah well, during was, the during that proposal everyone was clapping yeah which okay. was interesting they someone a, proposed yeah there so there was like a third so, inning i think yeah they did the oh, song they proposed? did the the the, the finish this the finish the lyrics to the song and uh and a guy when it was him versus this girl was it marry me by train yeah was it See, I didn't even recognize the song. Oh, I had to ask. Like, it's a beautiful day. That's my boy. He, he was on it. He was like, Zach yes. was like, man, peasant. I would, anybody would pick that. I know somebody who got engaged at a train concert right in front of me. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is the song. Mm. Cliche. Stepped like, up. How original. But How did you know? Oh, it was it was it was Keith. It was my best friend. Oh, okay, okay. Sweet. But they loved it. They set it up, and I was just like, I bet a lot of people do this. So when you mentioned mm. that, I was like, I know. That's crazy. Me by train. We were uh, we were joking beforehand, obviously not talking to the couple and the guy who like organized it with us and stuff. Yeah. But we were like, man, what would it be like if you're like, yeah, we're gonna you know get 
get a proposal in front of 9,000 of my closest friends, like, you, you gotta know it's gonna be a yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. you're yeah. gonna be texting yeah. every one of her friends. Yeah. Yeah. Her parents, like, her parents hey, what does she say about up. me behind the scenes? Yeah. Like, a chance that she hates my guts, but just deals with me. <laughs> women have an innate ability to know that you're gonna propose. Like, if their nails are done, it's a dead-ass sign that they know you're gonna do it because they want to take pictures of so, their ring. How often did, did you have to wait on the proposal with Gabrielle as far as like you saw her nails were done and we're like nope it's not gonna be today i didn't even tell her i was gonna do it Mm. uh, but somehow she knew i I didn't tell i don't well i think it's also like i mean every holiday every big event and stuff you know you get get your hopes up right Mm -hmm. and then they're like oh my god you didn't propose and they don't talk to you for like a week afterwards right so eventually you're gonna randomly be right she she also was like i i knew you were gonna propose uh partly because you didn't say anything to me all day That was the nerve. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I was very much uh, f- afraid. <laughs> well, now I got to ask, what are the worst holidays to get engaged on? Christmas. Is Chris- Too much other stuff going on. Yeah. I- I'd play with that. Yeah. Christmas. New Year's is easy. New because Year's is easy. You, yeah. you know. You're like, something yeah. important's coming up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, you got to do it New Year's Eve for tax reasons. <laughs> Done. Smart. Smart, man. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, what about what about the funniest holidays? Like the ins- Halloween like, would be dope. Halloween would be a good one. Yeah, Everyone do like National costume. Pancake Day at IHOP, yeah, yeah, like yeah, hiding yeah, in yeah. the pancake. <laughs> you didn't eat all of them, did that, you? That's how you say no, right? That's how you get the no. Groundhog Day. You couldn't even take me to Cracker Barrel? Columbus Day. Uh, yeah, there's going to be three more weeks of winter, but... Uh, <laughs> well, at least you, you got this ring. <laughs> it's not going to be as cold as the ice on this bitch. <laughs> You know why the groundhog didn't see the shadow? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that is funny, man. I, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, the last time. Uh, well, the, la- the as far as like the Fireflies uh, games, those are going to start on April 8th. Home yeah, April game. 8th, 7.05 p.m. Be there, be square. Saturday. Hey, this is the first time I've ever uh, stepped foot in this stadium. How is that? Oh, yeah, we got to make number two happen. I'm going to get one this year. I, I've go, I usually just go to a ton of Carolina games down the street. Gotcha. But I want to come here. I'm like This the, place looks beautiful. The beauty of Fireflies versus Carolina, especially this year, is that once it hits like summer and it's like Thursday night and you want a pint of Bud Light for $2 at the Budweiser Bowtie Bar, mm-hmm. Carolina's not playing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's 95 degrees and all you want is a cold Bud Light at yeah. a cheap, affordable price. This is your only option. Absolutely. Either I used that to, or you're getting you real close with your favorite college students at five points. <laughs> yeah. I used to say this was the cheapest club in town because I, you, $5 to get in and then you can hang out at the bar and there's also a baseball to watch. Club Firefly. Yeah. It's Club Firefly. <laughs> I gotta come. It looks come great. on, man. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe you haven't come to any games because, like, when we worked together, I would, I would host. We, we would do five dollar Friday nights, like. Yeah, I would see the pictures of y'all and be like, "That looked like fun." Too bad I wasn't invited. <laughs> everyone was invited. That sounds about right. Yeah. Every, everyone was invited. I don't think I was invited, Bear. I don't think you, he knew you at the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm still you mad. Can, you can blame that guy for ignoring emails. That's, that's I didn't cool. get the email. I think you had to fix it. <laughs> that's probably you didn't true. CC him, Bear. Yeah. That's probably true. Yeah, when you send out the all staff email and you're the only one not on, you're like, mm. did I get fired? Is this a hit? <laughs> <laughs> question. Gonna raise a question. Yeah, the only requests I ever got were people wanting to get off the list. That was a, <laughs> can you please not email I me? I only saw it because <laughs> Tiffany was walking to this meeting. She's like, you didn't get the all staff? <laughs> <laughs> No. What is it? Shoot. So, so, like, I work in a normal. Oh, I don't work in a normal office. I work in an office. But what is it like working in a baseball office? Like, because that—that's the only job you've known, though, as far as like, like regular, like, like 
I work for an IT company. You uh, you work for an IT company. You work for a trunk, trucking company. Trucking company. Logistics. It's uh, it's it's a little different in a. It's it's a little different. Work hard, play hard, for sure. Right. Sports I mean, and entertainment. Like, the way my job works is on a game day, I'll show up at nine a.m. because right. I got to do like my twenty pages of game notes, a seventeen-page stat pack, and I've got to send out different media information to three hundred different members of the Midlands media and stuff oh, wow. like that. So, like, we're real busy before the game. Then you know, you go down for bang practice. You talk to the guys, try and get a good story and stuff like that. Game starts at seven. If it finishes at you know last year ten thirty, I felt like was like a lucky finish time. Especially right. yeah. like some of our relievers just work super slow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know once you like got through that and it was like ten thirty afterwards, you write the recap and then you start doing like some filing away for like hey the last time it happened let's make sure there wasn't anything tonight that was actually significant Mm -hmm. then you're looking through and you're like man this guy threw like 13 straight strikes too bad it wasn't three strikeouts one inning for an immaculate (laughs) inning (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so like you're looking at stuff like that i typically leave it like midnight now will i indulge in like a a beverage every once in a while or will we have like after a big friday night or something all of us will kind of gather and you know celebrate like a really big work night like any office will do right yeah Yeah, absolutely but the job has a beer drop i never heard of that until this job a beer drop yeah every friday if they hire new people or if they made like significant amount of money that week They'll like walk around with a beer with a, like different cases of beer and let the employees choose that like at four thirty right before the end of the day. That's awesome. So my one friend uh, works for Smuckers, which is based out of Columbus, but she had moved to Colorado mm-hmm. like for a different job right before that. And that job, she was like, yeah, they just have, like, mini fridges everywhere filled with beer. And they're, like, super, like, laissez-faire about stuff. Totally thought it was going to be mini fridges full of, like, schmuckers jelly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please help yourself to the PB and J. We have crunchy and your, we have smooth. We have a whole freezer full of Uncrustables. <laughs> Everybody, you get Uncrustables. Get, get you a jar of Goober. Yeah, take Uncrustables. Everybody yeah. But, yeah, so, like, she had, like, an office with a hammock it and stuff. And, like, mm. corporate America is really like going full into the like let's make office kind of like a playground and like I, I personally I believe it kind of works right because yeah. you work your butt off after you yeah. feel appreciated right. whereas right. if you feel like everyone hates you in your office you're not going to do anything yeah. right you, you just go home and have stress shits <laughs> <laughs> Is that from the Taco Bell that you ate on the way home? Bell from lunch, man. That's not, that's not stress. I'm going to meet this deadline, I swear to God. You're just sitting crumpled over in your over desk. Zach is like, ugh, no. my boss. <laughs> and then your boss is like FaceTiming you like, so uh, I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. I'm telling okay? you. This is your fault. <laughs> See, that's blood. <laughs> I do more Pepto than is humanly okay. <laughs> but it's winter green, so. You know what that does to a man? <laughs> All right, let's 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 take a break. We'll come back after the break, and uh, we're going to hear some baseball stories uh, Absolutely. from uh, John's experiences. So we'll take a break. This is the All About Nothing podcast. We're recording live from the Segra Park here, the home of the Columbia Fireflies. 
All right, nothingers, I want to cue you in about a friend of the pod, Blank Canvas Brand. If you own a business or restaurant and the time has come to build that unique brand, you have got to get a hold of Blank Canvas Brand. Blank Canvas Brand specializes in brand identity, including logos, business cards, flyers, and anything else to promote your business. And now, Blank Canvas Brand offers printing services to help with your clothing needs, including sports teams. I can tell you from our own experience, Blank Canvas Brand is responsible for our logo, as well as the Bowl of Duty Bowling Team logo, and we couldn't be happier with what's been produced. For more information, you can search Facebook for Blank Canvas, or you can email Blank Canvas at theallaboutnothing.com. That's B-L-N-K-C-A-N-V-S at theallaboutnothing.com. You can find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Hey everyone, I want to take a quick moment to mention one of our new sponsors, ThePaintedMoment.com. That's ThePaintedMoment.com. Check this out. Have you ever taken a photo with your phone or digital camera that would look amazing as a watercolor canvas painting? Well, now there's a website ready to take your photo and turn it into digital painted moments. This is how it works. Visit ThePaintedMoment.com, follow the instructions, and your digital photo will be enhanced and returned to you with links on where you can have an image printed to canvas or whatever else you'd like to do with it. We've already got a couple of these enhanced photos hanging around the house, and trust me, you'll love what comes out. ThePaintedMoment.com. Create a painted moment in time from your digital photos. ThePaintedMoment.com. Seriously, check them out today. ThePaintedMoment.com. What is a vaccine? What is a virus? What is a mask? What's a Sasquatch? These are all valid questions, and to answer them in one breath, prevention, potentially deadly, potentially life-saving, and don't be stupid. Look, the coronavirus from 2019 has caused a global pandemic that continues to ravage our planet, leaving victims and survivors. But you can do your part. In the United States, as well as most countries around the world, the COVID-19 vaccine is available at little to no cost. Regardless of your politics, this virus has the potential to cause irreparable harm to you and vulnerable family members and friends. We have an opportunity through the efforts of medical science to balance the scales against this disease and its variants. And look, I don't understand how the vaccine works, even though I've heard it described countless times by countless experts. And even though none of that makes any sense to me, I do recognize that the money and effort spent on the vaccine has not been wasted. And it's not a global positioning transmitter being embedded in your arm. You're holding that in your hand, listening to this. So get the vaccine. Protect yourself. Protect your loved ones. Hell, protect the guy standing behind you waiting on his Taco Supreme and nacho fries. Let that be the reason his organs shut down. For more information, visit covid19.nih.gov for actual science information. We have to thank our sponsor, GOT Sound Studio, and its owner and operator, Dominique Stewart, better known as Neek the Geek. GOT Sound Studios offers a variety of recording experiences for music, voice, and instrumental recordings and production, as well as podcasts. GOT Sound Studio is located in Columbia, South Carolina, and operated by the most talented producer and engineer in the business. GOT Sound Studio is a black-owned business. Bring your recording business needs here. You can find details on their Facebook page or by calling 803 803- 243-2302 or emailing GOT Sounds at theallaboutnothing.com. That's GOT Sounds at theallaboutnothing.com. You can find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Hey, it's John Kosis, Broadcast and Media Relations Manager for the Columbia Fireflies. You're listening to the All About Nothing Podcast. All right, welcome back to the All About Nothing podcast. Zach King, Trent Clark. We're also joined by John Kosas of the Columbia Fireflies. Uh, one of 
one of the things that I have enjoyed so far in our friendship is is you talking about some of the, the stories from your uh, from your baseball past because ultimately anyone who's had any stint in minor league baseball has probably a a bookload which by the way I'll buy that one when you, when you when you put yeah. that out whenever it actually gets bought we can we can talk about the <laughs> literal bookload of stories that I have from 11 different broadcasters a couple major league guys talking about and one of my favorite ones from that one is uh the Pittsburgh Pirates broadcaster mm. Joe Block in the 90s he worked for the Charleston River Dogs oh really oh, wow. uh, and you guys might remember one prolific ice skater from the 90s uh Tanya Harding yes yes wow. and she had something with a, a baseball bat or a pipe <laughs> where she kind of fell on it and it hurt her knee paid someone or had someone take out another figure skater's <laughs> knee with one right okay yeah. so the charleston river dogs decided to host a mini bat giveaway and <laughs> Separately, they decided to host an appearance the same night of Tanya. with Tanya Harding. Wow. No one so no one communicated to Tanya that it was also a mini bag giveaway night. Oh Remember this is the late 90s. We don't <laughs> have all hold it up in the yeah. Oh. So this is the late 90s. There's no internet. Like she's not going on the website like, oh, let's see what's going on in Charleston oh, yeah, back, tonight. Back, back. She's just like, yeah, they're, they paying, love me. they're paying me 500 bucks and like I just got out of prison for the third time. Right, right. <laughs> So, uh, so they just post her up on an, at an autograph table inside the main gates, and uh, they give her like some of her books or something, and they're mm. like, "Yeah, people are totally gonna want you to sign these." Shocker. And then in front of the gates, they were giving away a thousand five hundred mini bats. <laughs> So all these people went inside, and they were like, oh my god, Tanya, you got to sign this mini bat. <laughs> you're like, you told up your knee, you're like, right? You're, you remember? And, and to Joe's recollection, what, what he was telling me was that she was actually a really good sport about it for like 20 minutes, and then she was like, no, a thousand I'm out. <laughs> so somewhere out there, there are still probably about 50 autographed mini bats. That, uh, we have to check eBay now. No, check Pawn Stars. We you gotta check Pawn Stars. <laughs> That's gonna end up in like a storage locker. The value of this locker. Yeah. But well, we found that mini bat. Set. As long as you got the picture Some with it like this. That's actually Tanya signed it after it's the actual bat used. How did you to get that? Authentic. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's had, you know she's Olympian, so she oh. had to sign more than one autograph. All right, so, well, yeah. here we go. So we got images for Tanya Harding signed mini oh, bags. Wow. <laughs> How much are they going for now? On they exist. On Worth Point. Oh my God. All right, it's got to be over ten thousand. I mean, that's legit. She signed it with a smiley yeah, face. Yeah, what's smiley face on there? And everything. I can't, I can't make this up. There's she a signed it with a smiley face. That was definitely probably in the first twenty you minutes. Know funny. <laughs> that, was, that was bat number two. That was bat number two. How do you she authenticate her like, screwdriver? <laughs> how do you authenticate her bat and her signature on the bat? It's like it depends how many drinks in she was. Yeah. Did she put a smiley face? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She did. Yeah. In fact, Oh, the smiley face is rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a misprint in the baseball card. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow. yeah, they spelled his name wrong on this set. They yeah. made a hundred of those. Tanya's bat, Tanya's bat might be worth more than Barry Bonds. <laughs> I kind of doubt it. Because that was a real chop swing. Mm, with the, mm, So oh, an yeah. unautographed one is worth $50. Mm. got to imagine the autograph's worth something. Wow. Nothing sentimental value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You put that in a man cave. Yes. 
what's going on? What a conversation starter. Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, that's the Tanya Harding Signed by Tanya Harding. How did that happen? Story time. <laughs> See, I had the pipe and I had the batch, but she wouldn't sign the pipe. <laughs> that one was too close to home. Okay, so give me a story about whenever you wrote a story about a player that they didn't like. So for the most part, you have to like talk to the players to get their background. Like these mm-hmm. aren't major league players, so mm-hmm. like especially, I mean, last year I think it was thirty-five percent of our players were from the DR. Mm-hmm. So like this year, I'm I'm currently going through the process of like writing bios for media guides. Mm-hmm. And when guys are from like Venezuela, the Dominican Republic, whatever, you know, you can find the stats or their signing bonus, and that's yeah. it. Like there's no, nothing about yeah. these guys, and most of these guys speak. Very little English. English yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, you have to like physically talk to them to get a story. Um, so they won't tell you something if they don't want you to write it. Yeah. And a lot of them safeguard it too. Like there was, uh, there was a guy, and I won't say his name, but it was like, I think it was the 2018 season. Everyone thought he was like a hitman in the DR. <laughs> Like, all the other Latin guys hinted at it and stuff. They were like, they, yeah. They sat away from him on the dugout. Like, yeah, he's got a motorcycle back home, mm. and, like, no one messes with him. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, but, like, you couldn't talk to him and go, like, so, about this hitman career. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you ever killed a guy? <laughs> Tell me about the cartel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I killed a guy. Yeah, Brooke, I saw that. We've been meaning to talk to you. <laughs> oh my god. There's always a, a relatable anchor man quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you should lay low for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so one good one from my personal career was okay. West Virginia twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Uh so Charleston, West Virginia, not the best like neighborhood mm-hmm. where that ballpark is there are uh, quite a few homeless people who tend to try to break in mm-hmm. like you get some funny things that happen but uh one time this homeless guy who was like really coked up broke in <laughs> his name was joshua hand that's how all my west virginia stories start too <laughs> well and like 500 feet from the ballpark there's these train tracks mm-hmm. and like he must have thought he like walked 20 miles away with tvs jewelry <laughs> like <laughs> Mind you, wearing the pitching coach's road uniform. (laughs) And he is trying to sell the stuff he stole from the ballpark 500 feet away. Mm. And a cop drives by and he's like, hey man, I got some jewelry if you want to buy it. (laughs) To the cop? Yeah. So uh, I don't know who was in charge of taking this dude's mugshot. Okay. But whoever took his mugshot kept the West Virginia Power jersey on. <laughs> That's and it, classic. And it went viral. Yeah. Deadspin covered it. Yard Dogs covered it. Oh and everyone God. started calling our office asking what's happening. So one like promotion that we had was on Monday nights because we had trouble drawing on Mondays in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have family buck night. So it was a dollar to get into the ballpark, three dollars for like reserve seats where you have the chair with the back and you're like in a good seating spot. We had dollar twelve ounce drafts, uh, popcorn, hot dogs, soda, mm. and I think that was it. So like you know all this stuff for a dollar. <laughs> so we were like, screw it, you know like mm-hmm. if you bring your mugshot or the mugshot oh, of a wow. celebrity into the park, what we will give you free admission to the ballpark. Oh my god. And like. That's I don't like talking about like numbers and stuff like that, but like typically a Monday night we'd have like 400 people in park in that in that 
particular market. So right. we weren't drawing a ton. Yeah. But like 60 people brought mug shots to come in for free. <laughs> so, There's a lot of films out in left yeah. field tonight. <laughs> so we, we called it Mugshot Monday. Oh, that's um, awesome. And we, we marketed it literally like this happened on a Thursday. It went viral on Friday. And we just spent the weekend where we like, worst case scenario, it's a normal Monday night. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Uh, and so we, uh, some other things we did, like along the first base concourse, we hang, we hung like a clothesline with like a bunch of pictures of like Lindsay Lohan, OJ, like Martha nice. Stewart. Uh, uh, we played some games like with jail songs, like finish the lyrics with jailhouse rock or something. And yeah. then we played like, did the celebrity go to prison as a game? <laughs> oh and stuff my like God. That. <laughs> Um, so like we, yeah, Paul McCartney is up here. Yeah, 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 we like that one that one moment with the wings, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we leaned full bore into it, and I mean, turned out like I mean it wasn't a wild crazy thing, but yeah. it was something that was funny, and all of us from the office still talk about it to this yeah. day. Yeah, that's a good promotion. That is, that is. Now I, I don't think like. Now, five years later, even it gets approved. Like right. I, I don't yeah. think a front office executive goes, "Yeah, this is mug this is shit. We're doing, doing mugshot Mondays. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can see you putting the picture of the hitman guy and just up, and he looks at you guys from across the field. He's like, "That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. We'll just go to the next. next slide." Now, 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 did you now did you take the actual photos that everybody gave you and put them on the screen? No, like oh, they okay. presented those at the box office, oh. and then we just gave them like a voucher. Oh no, we would have had them yeah. had them put them on the screen. Oh yeah, no, that would have been, been classic, like old school with the uh, with the with the with the the projector or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Slide them on there and goes he goes Frank's out in left field. Wait, Frank, <laughs> this is Mugshot. This is what he looks like now. <laughs> He's a repeat offender <laughs> with four DUIs. He's currently out currently out on probation after killing four. And I think I seen him drive tonight. <laughs> yes, for a Porta in court on September 3rd. <laughs> He's also a cornhole champion. I'm not sure what that means. Three years running, actually. <laughs> Dude just knows what to do with the bag. His got, other hand is strong. <laughs> He's got magic hands. When I think of soft hands, first it's Tim Duncan, second it's that guy. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, Frank. Sorry, Tim. Sorry, about sorry, Wake Forest. God forgive us. He was actually a swimmer at Wake Forest. <laughs> so, another uh, great West Virginia story. Uh, they won a golden bobblehead for this. So, this is like the golden bobblehead in minor league baseball is equivalent to like the Emmys or the Oscars oh, for that's movies awesome. and stuff like that. So, 2011, I wasn't in the office yet. I was still in high school. But uh, they decided, like a bunch of people who weren't from the state of West Virginia were like, let's do a promotion and let's call it Redneck Night. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. And they're okay. like, and, and with minor league baseball and with like anything in general, mm-hmm. You do it all the way or you don't do it all. Sure. Yeah, because sure. if you just... Like NASCAR. Yeah, if you just like tiptoe into it, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not going to work. <laughs> so <laughs> the first year they had like the General Lee out there from Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, awesome. They awesome. had... Uh, 
what was the like mountain man show the guys with the huge beards uh duck dynasty, duck dynasty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, two of the guys from duck dynasty out that's funny. and then to top it off they partnered with like a local radio station and they like asked couples who were planning to get married that summer mm. to like enter a contest. Oh, no. So they talked to like there were like fifty or sixty people mm-hmm. who said they were gonna do it, and then they told those fifty or sixty people what the plan was, and then four of them were like, "Enter me in the drawing, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> so the drawing was to have a shotgun wedding on a dugout performed by the Duck Dynasty guy. Wow. And. The couple that won, like, they had bios and stuff online, and yeah. it was like, yes, this fits the bill. Mm-hmm. But uh, the couple that won, like, the husband was wearing jeans, had, like, a fat dip in, and, like, <laughs> had, like, he had, like, a tux, but he tore off the sleeves to ah, it. Ah, classic. And the wife wore a camo dress. Oh, so, oh like, man, she's classic, too. This This was <laughs> the ideal moment from, like, a photographer trying to capture redneck night. Oh, yeah. and, right, and, and all gotta, the groomsmen were wearing like camo ties. Wow. And you, like, you gotta sell tickets to that. Oh, like, yeah. Even and if you're, you're coming to watch baseball, you gotta the, sell tickets yeah. to that. So you gotta my, see who was willing yeah. to pay this money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, so in minor league baseball, July 4th, <clears throat> always your biggest game, right? Yeah. Opening day, another big one. Mm. In West Virginia, number three was always redneck night. Mm. Of course, West Virginia. Right. So they, we have the wild whites of West Virginia here. Oh, I've got two rednecks. Two rednecks. We crossed into trash. So we had, uh, so we have this like promotion that they do after winning the Golden Bobbleheads. You got to do it again the next year. Yeah. So I get there in 2017, and they go, you know what's really taken off these days? The Bachelor. <laughs> so we decided to have a redneck bachelor contest. Wow. So we got like 10 finalist dudes, uh, again, with that same radio station. Right. And we had them do like shows with the radio station. We had fans vote on who their favorite contestant was going to be. <laughs> and for the last two weeks, we partnered with, I think it was Burt Wolf Ford or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, this dude would like drive around in a Ford and appear on commercials and stuff like that. <laughs> like the city loved it. Um, I'm making a huge mistake. Well, (laughs) uh, so like when we got to the fantasy suite stage because we had partnered with Burt Wolf Ford, they Mm -hmm. donated four F-150s. Wow. And so at that point, there were four girls who were left to like hopefully win the rose or whatever, right? right? Mm. Um, So we had one in each. We made redneck hot tubs, right? So you put a tarp down and you just fill it up with water. Oh, my so God. So we had four redneck hot tubs and we had one contestant in each of the redneck right. hot tubs for the fantasy sweets round. And between innings, we put it on the scoreboard and they had a 60-second, like, fast cash date. Mm. <laughs> uh, and we had, like, it was That's like you had crazy. to make, one of the contests was making redneck sushi. Oh, so no. it, was, it was literally just stuff we got from a concession stand. So, like... Um, like a tortilla from quesadillas, uh, hamburgers that they cut up, hot dogs, like relish, and they had to roll it up and eat it. But like, so we did all these things, and at the end of the night, I could eat this competition. I could eat that. I could eat that. Then at the end of the (laughs) night, we had a concert from a band called Adair's Run. They were local, so not Mm -hmm. super big, but. Uh, we made like we stacked a bunch of pallets of wood up, Mm -hmm. and we had this 
super old couch. Like the stadium was built in 2004. There isn't a historian that still works in that office that was there when it was built. Mm. But we are all pretty darn sure that the couch is older than the stadium. <laughs> like it looks like you know everyone's got that one grandparent with the couch that has the floral decoration on it. It's like yeah. sewn in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the type of couch. Oh, wow. So we stack that on top of like eight pallets of wood and then that was like their vip seat for the concert and then they won a trip to myrtle beach together (laughs) oh my myrtle beach is that's where rednecks want to go yeah that's where they want to go the water's brown this is my town (laughs) and what's funny was like until i moved to south carolina i didn't understand quite so much like this mentality that people have about Mm -hmm. myrtle beach because i'm from cleveland so Mm. like fifth grade, six of my friends on spring break are going to Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, Beach for oh, their yeah. family vacation. Yeah. Like, it's warm. Yes. <laughs> right right now in Cleveland, I'm pretty sure there's snow. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, facts. I, you know, I haven't talked to my mom yet today, but yeah. I know last week there was snow on the ground. Yeah. I, I went to San Jose, California and San Francisco in 2006, <laughs> and they were advertising Myrtle Beach in California. Oh, they do it in yeah. Pittsburgh all the time. I was yeah, like, no. what the fuck? I mean, Myrtle Beach outside of South Carolina. Everyone it's loves the, it. Yeah. It's just like South Carolina itself hates it. And I, honestly, it's because they don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> they don't know where to go. Well, and if I'm if I'm making a bet here, the reason why locals hate it is because it's the tourist trap, right? Yep. Like yep. Hawaiians could, yeah. do not like everyone coming to their islands, <laughs> right? Right? Like Myrtle Beach is the island of Hawaii. And I'm yeah. South Carolina. Certain, I'm pretty certain that Myrtle Beach is like number three on the South Carolina list of the places well, you will. Yeah, you're getting stabbed. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna get stabbed. Like, yeah. It's fully. Dangerous. Like if you stay <laughs> if you stay more than thirty days, like mm. and there are people that come down from Ohio and New York right. and yeah. whatever. If you stay for more than thirty days, you've likened your chances to getting stabbed like to a hundred percent. Well, that's the reason why they go to Charleston now. And you're going to Charleston and Kiowa Island. Yeah. Different kind of stabbing. No, no, it's no stabbing. You have to have a pass to get on the. Oh, the, the you can get on there. In, at Myrtle Beach, the odds are when you go, you're going to hit whatever week: Mustang week, bike week, yeah. whatever week, Corvette week, or what something, and you're like, it's so 1999 many Ford Ranger weekend. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's and my weekend. Chevy Geo weekend. And, and, and please help me out. For every every one of these bike weeks, there's always, or every one of these weeks, there's always the black version of, of that. Course, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. They always do the, yeah, that's where the news coverage is at. <laughs> exactly. For some reason, they're like, hey, we got to cover this. <laughs> Why, bike, we, we, we're not going to cover that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to cover this. Exactly. <laughs> It's the truth. They're like, uh, Myrtle Beach is really dangerous right now. Black bike week. <laughs> the week before, yeah. two people yeah. got stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, there was a shooting. Not only was there a shooting, but it was shotgun involved. <laughs> but then the next week, it makes the news that it was it's black like bike It's like Sturgis down there, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Mustang week. Have you, been, have you actually reckon. been to a bike week since you've been? No, I have You not. have to go. <laughs> you have to just see it. You don't. <laughs> you <laughs> you <laughs> get st- For your own safety, it's probably not a good idea. You will get stabbed. By the way, you just don't get go. don't get out your car. Just drive by. Roll them up. <laughs> Roll them up. No, just don't cruise. Just don't cruise. If you just pick one road, go down it, and then stay where you're at. Just yeah. don't don't go anywhere else. You just want to avoid. Just go to Wilmington, North Carolina, <laughs> Wrightsville Beach, Cabochon. Ca- ca- uh, what is it? Not Cabochon. A little, what a little bit. Calabash. Calabash, like North Carolina, is right up the street. <laughs> Because yeah. you like Timberlake too, so you know you like the. I, I'm not bougie. You are bougie. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you are bougie. I'm not. You are bougie. I rented man. a room from someone who owned a house in Timberlake. I didn't go out and like it's time for golf. I mean, but 
You, you chose it though. You chose it. It was literally my you only know, option. I didn't have a choice to go to Timberlake. Well, wait. <laughs> he, he didn't choose the bougie life. The bougie life it actually chose him. him. That's it true. did. Uh, yeah, and the guy I lived with, uh, he, he was a Vietnam vet, and he he made a lot of money, so he had a nice Porsche and everything. Mm. Did Zach drive a Porsche? No, he drove the Green Bean, which is a long bed single cab pickup F-150. But then you eventually moved up to a $22,000 worth of engine in your car. All you have to do is point out the fact that he was not going to Black Bike Week. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not going to Black Bike Week. I've definitely week. been. Yeah, by, by accident, right? Huh? By accident, you told me, like, you want your dad actually... Yeah, my father-in-law. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he went on the wrong week. He was like, what is this? My people, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm home, baby. Ass <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Facts. So John John's been in Columbia now since twenty nine no twenty twenty. It was uh February twenty twenty. We do mm. Battle at Bull Street, the world shuts down. Yeah. <laughs> I was here for that Battle of Bull Street. Wow. And it was a cold day. It was. It was a breezy, We were actually cold talking day. about this honestly, I think I was talking about this with you. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> But it was, uh, I had to do a live hit with WACH at like five in the morning. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had just moved from Cleveland. So I was uh, like in the off season at that point, I'm doing like seasonal stuff. So I'm doing Mountainese football and basketball. And then I am the opening manager of a McDonald's. And that's like what I did during the off season. Mm -hmm. So waking up at 3.30 in the morning in a place in Northeast Ohio, referred to as the snow belt, and you got to clear off your car and oh, scrape yeah. the ice mm. off and stuff. So you're like, my blood's thick at this point. Yeah. And I roll in, it's like 45 degrees in like a short sleeve <laughs> polo and khakis. And then uh, I think it was uh, Friendy Corvo is the the morning anchor doing it with me, and he's got like a hat on, like gloves. <laughs> he's like got a ski mask for mosquito between takes and yeah, stuff. Okay, okay. A big oh puffy God. jacket, yeah. like not. Oh, it's a winter jacket. I'm walking in the office, mm-hmm. like I'm going on a ski trip. Yeah. <laughs> the puffer, right? Yeah, Forty-five puffer. degree day, the shiny puffer. Right there. <laughs> right. And I was sitting there, and I was like. Am I the crazy one? And like now, two years later, that I've lived in South Carolina, I'm like, yeah, I was the crazy one, right? Yeah, yeah. That's but fair. man, that must have been a great way for him to meet me and go like, who is this guy <laughs> with just, the short sleeve shirt in the winter? I yeah. just, I just know the number of blankets that were sold downstairs because there was like oh, it was ridiculous. The stands, it was it was nothing but Firefly blankets everywhere. That's I hilarious. remember. And how much is a blanket? I don't know the answer to that, but I do they know. They probably cast out. We had a meeting the next week, and they're like, "We've had these blankets for four years, and we sold as many blankets as we had for wow. four years that night." That's awesome. That is crazy. Yeah, I know some people that bought them. So what and is they the still have them? What is the most bought item here? If you think it's got to be like the the hats, the, hat, sure, right? like the fitted caps, okay. and then I know like it surprised me to hear this one, but the mason jar one. Like the mm. alternate oh, yeah, yeah. logo oh. one does really well, like mm. nationally, okay. uh, which surprised me because, like, I don't know, I always assume it's a smaller scope than it actually is. Yeah. Right. So, like, I'm always like, oh, yeah, people around town. And, like, around town, like, even today, I went uh, to grab a burger with a friend who was driving through because he broadcast a basketball game in Atlanta and then he came back uh, yeah. and he's up in Greenville, North Carolina. Okay. So he, like, had to drive through anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were grabbing a burger and right next to us, Firefly logo. Right, like uh, you know, yeah. you go to the river walk on a day like today, oh, and yeah. you've got like oh. five or six hats or shirts or something. So I'm like, oh, okay, like Columbia knows who we are, yeah. but you never think like 
Why did we sell 10 hats last week mm. in Seattle, Washington? That's a, <laughs> right. yeah, that's a good and question. And people are like, dude, the hats glow in the dark. It's dope. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't they know do. the hats, the hats glow, in the dark. Do glow in the dark. Wow. Yes. What? I wow. did not know that. Barrett's going to go home and stand in front of the yeah, mirror. Yeah, no, I'm going to turn on the, I'm going to turn on the light and turn it off. So, really funny story. John, uh, my hat doesn't glow. <laughs> well, they, they do have to recharge. I don't know how that works, depending on, like, how... You got to put it in the sun a little when bit. We, <laughs> hold it up to the light bulb in the lamp. <laughs> when we sell them, they still glow. Like, when the team store lights turn off and stuff, they're glowing. Mm. Oh, gotcha. All right, uh, but, um... So, uh, one of our Spanish players last year, he, like, was just learning how to speak English. Mm-hmm. And he had heard that stuff glows in the dark. So he came in early one day <laughs> and he shut off all the lights in the clubhouse and put his jersey on because he thought his jersey was going to be glowing in the dark. And he's like, he's like, yo, I don't know what happened, but my jersey's not glowing. <laughs> well, I must have an ultimate. It's because you're, you're not hitting, sir. But, uh, <laughs> You got you to get that fight. average up a little higher. So, so what do those Tim Tebow jerseys go for right now? Did y'all sell the actual there's Tim still Tebow some jerseys? 15, but there's, there's another guy wearing 15 now. Oh, yeah. I mean, every year we've yeah. got... Yeah, we, we're not oh, so retired. Keep it. So we've, oh, got, okay. we've got three jerseys that are retired. Yeah. Uh, Larry Jackie Doby, Robinson. Jackie Robinson, and Frank Thomas. Man, y'all got so. to retire to Tim Tebow, man. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen is a prime number. Do you know how many people want number fifteen? So hear me out. So Tim Tebow could barely his body weight. And I love it. I love it. This last year, the guy who wore fifteen was Juan Carlos Negret, yes, who set a franchise record for most home runs. Okay, understandable. So like, if we're gonna retire, it's for Tim Tebow. It's for someone who's good, not because you're Tim Tebow. It's like the dude after Jordan came and had twenty three at the Bulls. He was like, hey man, you can't wear. One of my favorite like Super Bowl commercials from Super Bowls past, like the white Michael Jordan. He was like in the bowling league. <laughs> that is hysterical. <laughs> Back when Super Bowl commercials were funny and you didn't feel like you had to feel something during the Super Bowl, right? right? Give me the like, blood. Right? Yeah. The frogs. Yeah. Like the What's up? <laughs> you're sitting, you, you know, you used to sit there and you're like, I want to laugh with my friends, have a couple drinks, eat some nachos and some finger foods. Now you're like, all right, I'm going to sit here by myself because I might cry. <laughs> Or, or, or you're gonna have to have a conversation. Right. It's gonna, yeah. Well, Super Bowl commercials now spur conversations. Yeah. That's what I've. Well, I just want to buy some. They just want to give us some Bitcoin. My favorite <laughs> one for this last Super Bowl was the Seth Rogen Lays commercial. With yeah, that Paul was good. Rudd. Oh, the like that was good. <laughs> the uh, spirit girl that they yeah. married. Yeah, <laughs> he walks in like Paul runs and Seth's like, Hi, I'm Seth. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's great that she's at the wedding as the yeah, bride yes. at the end. That's like something that's so small, but there. <laughs> she screeches, he's like, that's a yes. I yeah, thought the Larry David one was good, too. Like, I'm not yeah, a crypto guy oh, yeah. at all. Yeah. No. But, no. like, Larry David, funny, funny. guy. Yeah. And then that commercial. It's never going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that commercial, like, the wheel? You know, I can think of other round things <laughs> that are great. This one, trust me. Never going to work. Never going to work. All right. Well, that, this was great. Thank yeah, you, John, well, for being yeah, on the yeah, show. No, thanks for this having me. Fantastic. I had a blast chatting. So much fun. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll have to do this again when you guys are, are, are not right at the beginning of a baseball season. Yeah, yeah. busy season yeah. is upon us. Yes. yes <laughs> do you have any promotions? I know that Saturday nights during the regular season are going to be, uh, that's the fireworks. Yeah, fireworks right? every Saturday, and then opening night will be fireworks as well, 4th of July, because that's on a, I think it's a Monday this year. Yeah. Um, but then, like, every Thursday, this is what I like to tell 
guys in this age group thirsty thursday budweiser thirsty thursday yeah so you go out to the budweiser bowtie bar just get a berm ticket okay go to the budweiser bowtie bar and a pint of bud light is two dollars i mean that's a win the last time i saw that type of a price i was in athens ohio as an undergrad (laughs) and there are 18 bars in a quarter mile there they have to be competitive with each other five points can't even sell beer for a dollar no more so yeah y'all y'all Knocking yeah. them out the park now. Yeah, so great deal there. It's, you know, again, $2 for that pint. And then uh, we've got tons of stuff on our website, ColumbiaFireflies.com. We can look at our promo calendar that we just released the entirety of. Mm. Um, but just some that I'm going to try and rip off the top of my head. We're doing Wands and Wizards Night again this year. I know last year that Trent. was pretty big. <laughs> um... We have uh, a Nickelodeon theme night, so it's uh, I think it's gonna be Paw Patrol. So, ooh, my son young loves kid. Them. My son loves Paw Rumor Patrol. has it there will be a Paw Patrol character to oh, add the man, ballpark. some pictures, <laughs> right? Photo op oh. is there. Yeah, that should be Dog Night too. You are going yeah. to meet the Paw Patrol character. The Paw Patrol. It will be what's his name, Chief. Chief's the main yeah, guy. Chief, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not like Chief in the like disrespectful way where you're like, hey, Chief. I literally call everyone Chief. He does. <laughs> I didn't mean to look at you when I said <laughs> No. Like, even in text messages, like, all right, Chief. That degradating people who call you Chief. <laughs> well, what's, what's the Family Guy sketch in the one Star Wars where it's like Peter and C3PO, whoever's that in the mm-hmm. Star Wars ones, are like, hey, Chief, Boss Sarge, because yeah. you can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man. That's how you start a new job and you can't remember to do this. Yeah. Like, Yo, Chief. How you doing, bud? That's right. Boss, buddy. Yeah. yeah, and then you turn around. What was his fucking name? Sarah. His name? Sarah. That guy's name was Sarah. No, no. Oh. You're remembering the person you're confining yeah, in yeah, yeah, for yeah, that man. person. Sarah, what's the name? Yeah. Yeah. Are She's like, Jennifer for one, and that was Toby. <laughs> are there, there going to be any dog days this year? Where- yeah, so dog days of summer. Uh, it's not going to be every Wednesday. I, I don't remember the dates off the top of my head, but yeah. there are going to be eight i believe wednesday wolves <laughs> wednesday wolves <laughs> yeah but uh tuesday will be two dollar tuesdays so okay those ones are always fun more two dollar beers i hit it i hit a rim shot one button <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have three buttons there's this one yeah i was gonna say one's not lit up anymore yeah so i didn't assign it so that was a, that was a there's that one like and, then, and then there's a little bit of a crowd noise that's it. And it cuts off immediately. Yeah, it makes it seem like we were really at the crowd behind us, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did it? Yeah. It's like the guy without headphones. The, <laughs> the whole time. If he was watching, they weren't never plugged. <laughs> yeah. The headphones Trent was wearing were not fucking I just wanted to look cooler than Zach. That was the point. And it didn't work. Thank you, Firefly Stadium. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you, John. Special thanks, Columbia Fireflies and Sacred Park, for hosting this episode of the All About Nothing podcast. Also, special thanks to Nick Spano. Because ultimately, if he hadn't introduced us, then this wouldn't have happened. Wow. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. Now I just got to get a phone call from Nick so I can get my season tickets finalized. <laughs> I'm sure that's like, he's got a, a laundry list of stuff. I'm sure that's not it for next week. I have no doubt. So that means you're making sure everybody gets season tickets, right, Barrett? <laughs> Yeah, for, for, for season exactly tickets on Barrett. That's exactly not what I heard. That is, y'all can call John, and there may be a couple Monday See, nights or Tuesday nights. You. Yeah. 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 Monday nights are great. It's the league off day. You guys could come. There's yeah. a public okay. park between 9 and 5. That's right. Walk around okay. three times. That's a mile. Yeah. Mm. 
get your steps in than like you know you're competing with your friends on Fitbit or whatever the kids do these days. Wow. Yeah, the kids are doing that. That was only the adults when I knew it. Um, as always, thanks, Nick the Geek, engineer, producer, owner, and operator, GOT Sound Studio. Check out details on how you can utilize his talent and production expertise at gotsoundstudio.com. Thanks to Muff the Producer. Follow him on Instagram, Muff the Producer. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Also, I got to add this. Thanks, Gianna Rivers, because she is the voice that you hear at the beginning of our episodes and at the end of the episode. So, Thank you, Gianna. Uh, check out her podcast, Who You Call Holistic. As always, you can follow us on Facebook. Just search for All About Nothing US. On Twitter and Instagram, at AAN underscore pod. Or you can find links to all of our social media and available podcast platforms by visiting theallaboutnothing.com. If you'd like to be on the show and be heard, you can call us and leave us a message, 803-672-0533. Thank you, Zach King. Thank you, Trent Clark. Remember to get yourselves vaccinated and stay safe and have a week. The All About Nothing podcast is produced and engineered by Neek the Geek, owner and operator of GOT Sound Studio. To support the show, please visit theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media, merchandise, and more. Become a patron of the show by following the Patreon link at the top of our page. The All About Nothing podcast is an entertainment product of Barrett Gruber. Special thanks to Zach King, Trent Clark, Muff the Producer, Neek the Geek, and you, our listeners. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like button and the notification bell. Thank you for listening. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.